Hello all, welcome to the Go Blue cast from the Office of Trio Programs at U of M Dearborn. My name is Rowan. You'll hear me on here from time to time. This podcast is going to cover a wide range of topics, so please send in your suggestions to umdtrio at gmail.com. Now here's the episode. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to our podcast. Uh, super excited to be back. It's been a minute since I've been featured on one of our Go Blue casts. My name is Rachel Leonard, and I serve as the advisor for our Student Support Services Program. And I have some wonderful individuals with me today. I'm going to go around the room and let them introduce themselves, but I will start with Kaylin. Hey, guys. This is your friendly neighborhood senior who's about to be out of here in the next 30 minutes. I mean, not 30 minutes. <laughs> 20 days. Um, my name is Kaylin. I am a tutor mentor here for SSS and I will be graduating woo, 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 yeah. woo, April 30th with a bachelor's. That sounds so great. A bachelor's in psychology and a certificate in entrepreneurship. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> Very nice. Good job, Kaylin. Good work. Hi everyone, uh, this is Austin Kiffmiller. I'm a tutor mentor for Student Support Services and also a senior graduating in April with Kay Lynn. Um, I'm majoring in Economics and Political Science and I'm going to turn it over to Mario. Hi, my name is Mario. Um, I'm a freshman currently, uh, almost turning into uh, my second year. Uh, I'm part of Student Support Services and uh, also the Student Affairs Advisory Committee and uh, my major is behavioral and biological sciences and yeah i'm gonna pass it over to amari hi guys you already know me my name is amari um my major is biochemistry and i'm an sss student and a future tutor mentor a freshman going on to being a sophomore so really excited about that Heyo, okay, so we got a really, really great crew here today, and you might be wondering, what is our episode about today? Well, we're going to be doing some reflection, some celebration, and some advice giving, because Kaylin and Austin are graduating, as mentioned, and Amari and Mario are moving on up to what's next, ayo. So today, um, like I said, we're gonna do some reflection. We're gonna share some advice with you guys and definitely celebrate and all of our SSS students who are graduating this semester um, and shouting out the graduates from last fall as well, 2022. So let's just get right into it. Um, I'm gonna actually pick on Amari and Mario for a second because I wanna know what you guys wanna know from our graduating seniors. Like if you had to ask them like your diehard questions about like, how to be a successful college student, how to just like move on up with what is next, skill building, leadership building. What questions do you have for them before they disappear? I'll be honest, Rachel, the first question that popped up to my head was who is your worst professor? But I'm not gonna ask that question because that seems horrible. Um, (laughs) What was, what are your pros and cons of college? I'll put it that way. So what are some pros that you've experienced within the four years and what are some cons that you've experienced through the first four years? I guess I'll tackle this first. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> so, oh boy. That's a very broad question, but pros and cons of college, I definitely think, especially U of M Dearborn, a uh, big pro for me was it's very easy to meet people and make connections here, especially with faculty, professors, everything like that. I've had the wonderful opportunity uh, to have an internship in the State Senate and build a great connection with one Professor Kurzman. Um, 
I'm doing research on campus about energy sustainability through a professor, and he's offered me various, you know, opportunities to grow in that. So just the faculty and the connections you make with them, being at a college like U of M Dearborn, where it's so tightly knit, is definitely a huge pro that I've experienced. And even here at my job, it's a very close-knit team. It's incredible to work with. Um, and so it just really makes going to work fun. It makes going to classes fun um, instead of just dreading every moment of it. Um, I do think a con, though, is you need to be selective of what you want and where you want to go. And so if you're looking for the true out-of-town college experience that maybe somewhere like Ann Arbor would offer, maybe U of M Dearborn, it's not entirely up your alley. But if you like the tightly knit, close family that you'll make here at U of M Dearborn, this is perfect. Um, you'll have those connections still. So I think a con is you don't necessarily have the true college experience that you necessarily see on like a TV show or a sitcom where they go off to college. But I think the pros that you get in exchange for it are priceless. And I think that you can never go wrong. Kaylin, I don't know how you're going to follow that up because that was incredible. That's <laughs> a whole marketing commercial right yeah. there. Austin, jeez. Um, I would say my pros for college, especially here at U of M Dearborn, is the network that you build over your four years here. Um, for me, similar with Austin, the professors, the staff were just awesome and really like eager to help you i've never like experienced um especially somebody from like an educational background as far as like teachers and stuff who really wants to help you i had plenty of professors who led me to different opportunities that just kind of resulted in where i am now actually it's, it's amazing um as far as cons hmm Parking. <laughs> um, no, but on a serious note, I would say probably a con to college is it's something that each journey, like each person's journey is very unique and very specific to where some topics are not really um, exposed properly. I feel like um, when it comes to college students, we're just now really talking about like mental health and student wellness and student advocacy. Um, and it's something that I believe all universities need to kind of catch up on a little bit as far as like offering more services. But overall, my college experience was uh, pretty good, I would say. All right, so I have a question for you guys. Um, it's more basically motivation-wise. Uh, how do you guys see yourself freshman year after your first year? And then how do you guys see yourself now? That's a good question. That is a good question. Dang. <laughs> um, my freshman year, coming here my freshman year, I saw myself being like a physical therapist. Like I, in high school, I was in like physical therapy class for like three years. That's all I knew. That's all I experienced. And just healthcare in general was something that I wanted to go for. Fast forward until uh, I took chemistry. That that wiped that dream <laughs> completely. You know it. Oh, yeah. Me and chemistry don't get along at all. But um, seeing myself now, it's it's a lot different. Now I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start businesses, and that's something that I'm working on now. But I would never have gotten that experience until like I had a conversation with somebody, or I changed my major, or talking to advisors. Um, I just kind of 
my path just kind of went in a whole like different direction what I expected and I like that honestly because a few years ago I didn't know what I was going to be doing so now that I'm solidified on a career path it's very uh relieving and it sounds like you can really make that your own it's not really like down one path to where you're like yeah I'm gonna be doing you know like talking to people as a therapist for the rest of my life not that to say that they have to do that the rest of their life but like <laughs> it sounds like you have a lot of like ownership over where you go with that career path each path leads to another path that leads to another path that leads you to a whole different direction that's what i would say <laughs> yeah um i mean a lot of what kaylin said is a lot of what i'm gonna say coming out of freshman year i was still very unsure of what i wanted to do um i was very I was very ignorant to the concept of time going by quickly. Um, I think I took for granted my freshman year in the case of I really needed to reflect about what I wanted to do. And I think that in high school when I was going into STEM, I really didn't like going into STEM, but I figured everyone else is being an engineer, why shouldn't I be an engineer? And it wasn't until after my freshman year of college that I finally started to see that what I needed to do was something I wanted to do. And so that's why I ended up getting the internship in the Senate and realized I like public speaking. I like learning about politics. I like learning about all these different things, working with a team, you know, taking a lead on projects. And so after freshman year, I was still a bit unsure of what I wanted to do, a bit confused. And now I would say I have a set trajectory I want, but I've also learned now reflecting back that there's no point trying to take complete control of your circumstances or where you're going to go because as Kaylin said you don't know where you're going to go mm -hmm. and my freshman year also helped me to see that but I didn't fully understand it until I started to keep going and reflecting even after junior year I realized I would never in a million years have imagined I'll be I am where I am today and so I think moving forward what I reflect on now is that I'm grateful for the opportunities I've been given and I'm not sure what's going to happen in the future but I have a set goal and we'll go from there so not trying to abide by strict rules and limitations I set for myself. I want to ask a question to all four of you because um, one of the themes that I think is, is coming up is like, you know, not really knowing what your pathway was and kind of figuring that out along the way. For all four of you, was there any, was there ever a time where you're like, I can't do this? And like, what did you do to push through? Okay, I guess I'll go first. Um, so my major is biochemistry. Biochemistry is very, very difficult. I don't know how I'm managing it, but I am. And I can tell you, like, this first year, I feel like I've aged, like, three years. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how. I just feel so old, um, and I feel so stressed out. But I think at some point was probably within the first couple weeks of second semester I was done with first semester I was like done I was like oh my gosh this is over like everything is done and when I registered for my classes which that was also really stressful and you can ask Mario because he was with me and I cried multiple times trying to figure out a schedule that oh, will like don't cry actually, oh, Rachel's so hey, bad. Like that. Like it was so bad because you know like you have to fit all those classes in all the labs in and then on top of that you have to like make sure everything works out with how you think you can process and handle stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> it is a room's cube because if this thing doesn't work out is your whole schedule is messed up so that whole process and then you know after syllabus week 
like actually getting into content and stuff and I was like I think I skipped a couple chapters because ain't no way that I'd remember all this. And I think I had to really like sit down and be like, do I want to continue this? Do I like this still? And that's why I ultimately took my political science class to try and like get out of it being all science and math and trying to look at something else. And I mean, it's going well. I do like political science, but I can't see myself like in that field so I've kind of like ruled that out and I think with building my schedule for next semester I'm trying to of course continue to give my math and science classes to continue the, tra- the trajectory trajectory of becoming a biochemist but also like incorporating some things that make me feel a little bit more human instead mm-hmm. of like being like this machine that always says math and science like, I want to do something interesting like african-american history arab-american history like those types of things that'll get me outside of that like a mindset of it's all math and science yeah you definitely have to have some balance in there all right uh, i'll go next so uh i also agree with amari uh the thing about me in high school is i wasn't involved really with anything and like the first thing i told myself uh, in college was like i should be more involved regardless if it's like related to what i want to do in the future or not um, and I have done that, but uh, like for classes-wise also, I didn't see the same outcome that I saw coming in. Um, I think like uh, scheduling my classes was also stressful, like Omari said, but uh, I think once I get a groove uh, after the semester, I think it'll finally like, I don't wanna say finally solidify what I wanna do, but I think where I started and where I'm at right now is still the same path. Um, it's nothing much really changed yet other than like uh, just my expectations <laughs> really that's really all that's changed that's pretty interesting really? I actually I have a question for you guys right. um, so when I was a freshman prior to starting my first semester it was a program called Wow did they have that have you ever heard of it no, yeah. they wouldn't know. No. So, WOW is, uh, it stands for Wolverine, like, Outdoor Wilderness. And it was, like, a incoming student, like, retreat that you go on. It's, like, three or four days on a weekend right before, like, the school starts. And so, like, all of these, like, freshmen and transfer students get to meet each other. And it's, like, at a YMCA camp or something, like, out in the middle of, like, nowhere. So you get to, like, kayak, and you get to do, like, these high rope course, and it's about be- building trust and learning more about yourself. And so the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, so the Hunger Games. I did something similar. It was with um, one of my scholarships, so LEAD. So all freshmen of the LEAD scholars got split up into two groups. And basically, it's the LEAD from all three campuses. So Ann Arbor, Dearborn, and Flint. Um, and we all met in Ann Arbor and there's this like little retreat. It was maybe for four hours and we were there doing different activities with each other. So you were split in half, you were grouped up together and it was like trust activities, like with this like seesaw thing (laughs) and all of us had to like get on it and like not fall off, like step on the like dog toy or whatever. I don't know. It was like this whole thing. And then. We end up doing this thing with pool noodles, which some people got beat upside the head with it. But it was really fun because it built trust and um, all those types of things. Yeah, I thought pop, 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 pop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was like 
I think we had to like switch pool noodles and then like find someone with like an opposite pool noodle and hit them or whatever. It was really funny. It doesn't really matter like what it was for. It's just really funny. So I think it was something like that. But I mean, what about your guys' summer bridge experience? Oh, oh we love that. Yeah. Literally, that's where me and Amari went to the same high school, but we never really talked to each other uh, because it was mostly half online. Um, but we were also in the same class. Yeah, we were also in the same class, but we really didn't like talk to each other because we were fighting it out in AP Lang. But uh, <laughs> and then we went to I went to Summer Bridge after my orientation, and I saw that it looked interesting because a lot of the descriptions fit me, and that hasn't really happened like in the past. So like I was like, you know what, this is interesting. So I like decided to join it, and then like like go through the whole Summer Bridge thing. I did have to drive every single day for like a week in the summer, which you was. It's a commuter campus. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was it was it was fun, and that's where I met Amari again, and we basically became best friends after that. So it's definitely a good experience. Yeah, it was um really interesting because I think I just came back from like either Germany or the Emirates. Wasn't either was one of the two, but I was just out of it for like the first day. I remember walking in, and it was just like I just had my bag with me. I remember that, <laughs> and I had to come to the front. And you guys like handed me like a notebook and a pencil, and I like was so scared because like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? Do I gotta take notes? Yeah. Is this class <laughs> already? So, I was like, oh my gosh. It's only July. But it was um, <laughs> it was really fun, uh, meeting new people. Like Nevaeh was there. That was really cool. Um, and I remember when I had when we had lunch, and you guys like gave us these little cards, and I had no one to sit with, and I was so scared. And it was like. I just sat at a table, and then like other people sat there with me, and I was like, hey, <laughs> how are you? And then I think Mario sat next to me, and then we started talking, and I was like, you look really familiar. Were you in Willett's class at like this time? And he goes, oh my god, I was. And I was like, bro, how'd you do on the AP exam? And then <laughs> yeah, that was like how our conversation started. And it was great, because we found out that we we're going into very similar majors, and I remember like on our high school page, like if you got accepted somewhere, like you had your like name and your major. And I remember he had biochemistry, like I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, he's oh, going yeah. there. And then we talked and he was like, no, I switched it. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Literally before I even started. Oops. But Summer Bridge had like so many different things, like tips that I use. And even when it's like raining outside, I remember Rachel was like, yeah, just go through NSB and you'll get like to SSB yeah. really, really quickly. And we use that all the time, hey, uh, like all the time. And we'll like just sit in NSB into like our recitation or something, and just walk from NSB to the recitation. I love that. And for all of you at home, which would be all of you, they're <laughs> sitting right next to each other, sharing the same microphone for this podcast, like best friends. That's the kind of connection you'll <laughs> make. Been, like we've been fist bumping this entire <laughs> <Not> time, <literally. laughs> but it's. I'm really excited to be a part of Summer Bridge this year. Oh yeah. Um, so any incoming freshmen. Who's gonna be a part of SSS? You might see me, which is kind of cool. Give that um, shout out, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you'll see me. I might tutor you in like English and chemistry. The depends. But I'm really excited to like see the agenda, be a part of it, and like. 
just give you guys some tips and tricks. It's pretty cool. Speaking of Summer Bridge, I, I will give a quick shout out because we will be hosting another Summer Bridge this summer, um, July 10th through the 21st. So we have extended it to two weeks. That was a, a request because last year we were trying to pack so much information and so many cool activities into one week for like six hours a day and it just was not enough. Um, you might think, oh, oh God, two weeks of my summer that I have to give up. No, 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 no. It's going to be a great time. It's so much fun. It's actually so much fun. It, like, trust me, because I walked in there and I'm like, I'm not going to like this, but I'm going to do it anyway because it gets me into here. But it was really cool just meeting Rachel, meeting uh, Latresa, like, meeting everyone else, maybe meeting Austin. Um, oh, yeah, Austin was there. Austin was there. I was definitely there. Meeting Austin, meeting uh, Alpha, but they were, like, I will tell you, they look scary, like, the first time you see them. Ooh. But like once you get to know them, like once you get to know them, yeah. No, I was just I was so nervous because I like sat in the back, and because I was late, so I didn't like want to sit in the front. I sat in the back, and when you guys came in, I was like, "Who are these people?" And like you introduce yourselves, and then like you did a presentation. I was like, okay, like I just wasn't catching the vibe really quickly. But it's so much fun. You learn so many cool things. You eat really good food. Trust me. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's free. Um, Is it free? <laughs> it's, well, it's free for you guys. <laughs> it's in the budget. <laughs> it's free. You'll meet like some people that you probably like would have never met, or maybe like reconnect with other people. So it's it's really cool. Trust me. Yeah, it felt less formal every single day. Yeah. After that, like I felt like very like. Like, I don't know, it was very formal at first, for me at least, and then, like, every single day I, like, met new people, and then, like, we just had the same routine, and it felt less, like, going to school and more, like, just, like, a hangout, like, yeah. learn things. Yeah, for six hours. You guys play with Legos? Oh, yeah, I was about to say, you guys were so competitive with, like, that block activity that oh, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so competitive. Anybody who was there knows that, like, all the activities that you're going to do is going to turn competitive. Oh, um, we should incorporate prizes this year. We'll we incorporate should. prizes because last year I don't think we gave you guys prizes. Yes, so you we'll did. did. Oh, we did. Make you gave us. So STEM kids, shout out to. Oh yeah. I think it was someone else. I totally it's forgot. Ten plus. I don't know. I totally forgot a name. I need to figure that out. But we won rocket notebooks. Oh yes, that's because right. Because right. we were the best. I don't know what we did. I think we built something. It was Jeopardy. Yeah, you guys and got the right. Jeopardy. You guys like were so the the activity was like communication through like the blocks thing. And so like we take like building blocks that like kids you know play with, and then the person you sit back to back, and then the person um, describing you like you can't see it, so you have to describe what you're building, and then the person who's sitting behind you is the one that's building it, but they can't talk. So then you have to like rely on communication. And so you guys obviously did the best communication because you won. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, like, we have the best communication skills out there. But yeah. It's so much fun. Um, you guys should totally come join. It's great. You'll meet a lot of new people. Uh, you might even get a free t-shirt like I did. Uh, oh yeah, free swag, free that's for sure. Shirt? Yeah, I got two, I think. Why? <laughs> Amara, didn't you get an SSS t-shirt? Yeah. You don't have an SSS t-shirt? Oh, for the field trip. Yeah, I yeah. got one. I got one. Yep. Yeah, you get, free, you yep. get free merch. Oh, and we go on field trips. Yes, we do. We're planning those right now. But All right, let's switch gears a little bit because um, we are nearing the end of our podcast. So I want to throw out you know, last-minute questions, last-minute advice that you guys would want to give to either, you know, for Kaylin and Austin, current college students who are making their way to graduation, 
and then Amari and Mario, maybe gearing it towards our high school seniors who are getting ready to graduate and move on to whatever college that they are considering. Or even if they aren't going to college, maybe they're going to trade school or to a career or whatever it might be. So I'm going to open it up, leave you guys to it with advice or um, any comments that you want to make to our audiences. I hate the way you look at me, Austin, I swear. You're up to bat. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, like, just looking at each other. Just like, who's going first? <laughs> Who is it? Um, the advice I would give to both high schoolers and current college students is to step out of your comfort zone, literally. Like, you're scared to talk to people? Go out and say hi to, like, a random person. Even though it's scary now, it builds you as a person, and you will definitely see, like, the changes years later, or, like, a little bit down the line. <laughs> um, for me, like, every day, I would say, like, from when I was a freshman to now, I am, like, I am not the same person at all. If I were to, like, look at freshman me, I was, like, antisocial, honestly. I did not like talking to people, and sometimes I, I still struggle with it. But I had to force myself to step out of my comfort zone and talk to people to the point now it just comes natural. Um, put yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable, but it's going to benefit you in the long run. Because, because I forced myself to talk to people, I grew a network. Um, I started to get to know different people in different places and make connections and those connections, those conversations, you never know where you're going to end up or what stem from those conversations. So yeah, they definitely go somewhere. They do. (laughs) So, um, definitely step out of your comfort zone and, um, remember that kindness is free. So yeah. (laughs) I love that. It's a bar. Well said. Um, I guess, I guess I'll go first and I'll let Mario and uh, Amari close us off. But what I would say to, I guess, high school and college students is that there's never any reason that you should stop and think I can't do this. And I speak from this because I've seen it all the time, especially here at UFM Dearborn, where people will go into a certain major and then they say, this isn't for me. Maybe college isn't for me. And I would just say that the mindset of thinking that you as an individual cannot go through college or cannot complete high school or can't do something because you run into some roadblock is not true. And it's just a matter of finding, well, what will work for you and what can you do to help solve it? You know, maybe a time of reflection. What am I not doing well? What can I improve on? Because it's really easy to just give up. And I know I tell people all the time, and I've even told my family members that Think of all the people that have come before you that have gone through college and graduated, who have gone through high school and graduated, and they're perfectly fine. Things might seem scary, but it's just a matter of getting out of the mindset of kind of what Kaylin was talking about. Don't worry or try to control everything or be anxious about things. Step out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to. Everyone does it, and everyone's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. You're going to be okay. And Exactly. Not the end of the world. And so things might seem like the end of the world, and they're not. And it's just a matter of seeing that. The earth has been around for a long time, and <laughs> your problems aren't going to cause it to stop turning. So you're okay. Just keep going. There's never a reason to give up. And just reflect. And just take every moment that you have and reflect on it and try to improve where you are. To, to bounce off of that, when you feel like you 
want to give up just think about how far you've come like for me it's been plenty of times i'm like i want to drop out i want to fail this class and just get it over with but i have to sit and think about how much effort how much work i put in into getting here and i will be so pissed at myself to let all that work um just just be burnt basically for nothing for nothing so it's like you you went all the way you came this far to just just to give up no you better keep going and also (laughs) not to be nihilistic but think of all the people who have graduated high school and college who are frankly just incompetent or not very smart if they can do it you can do it and trust me there are those people out there i'm just being realistic you should love everyone but there are people who make it through, and it's like, how did you make it through? If those people can make it through, you can make it through. Maybe nepotism has something to do with it. But no, okay. Uh, but anyways, oh yeah, uh, what you were saying about how you've come so far, like the, I saw this TikTok earlier about how you've come so far to only come so far. I like that, mm. like burned, because I'm like, yeah, that's so true. Because like, mm. you've done so much, and like I feel like you shouldn't just give up on that. But yeah. the the other thing I want to talk about is like. A lot of the things you like are like really excited about going into college could also turn into cons. Um, like I think the first one for me was freedom. Uh, I remember thinking like, oh, once I'm out of high school, I'm gonna be like 30, 40 minutes away, and I could do basically whatever I want, but also still do really good in school. And like looking back, like first con, boom, 40 minute drive. <laughs> Second yeah. one, boom, yeah. all the time in the world to do whatever I want. Uh, third is I could do what I want and not go to class but it's it's still like oh it's my schedule so I could build it okay I can choose when to have breaks and when to do all this stuff so I think having all that like freedom also can be really negative but also can be very positive um, like for right now I think first semester I think I abused the freedom and the second semester I'm more of easing it back into like okay this is what I really should be doing and how can I use my time mm-hmm I want to add something to that really fast because I also saw a real slash TikTok because I am so old that I am not on TikTok. Um, <laughs> well, Rachel, you I should know. get TikTok. I know. Don't get you it. know what? So many people tell me I should get TikTok, and I'm like, no, because I'll be even. I'll be on my I phone. My phone screen time is seven hours and thirty minutes already. Look, Rachel, it my screen time is hours. It needs to be more. And I have TikTok. We do not need to be more. But anyway, so I saw a video that was geared towards like therapy and counseling and things like that but I think in the realm of education this quote really fits into like being a student and really thinking about kind of the perspectives that you guys were giving the quote was telling a therapy client that the reason they are self-sabotaging is because it allows them to predict what is going to happen which creates an illusion of self-control so when you self-sabotage you know what's going to happen and that allows you to have some sort of false control over the situation because you're then able to predict what comes after it. But imagine if you were to like put in positive effort into that instead of self-sabotaging. You didn't have to call me out like Someone that. Look. Someone give me a cigarette. Say, like, <laughs> a cigarette bro. I have <laughs> that one. <laughs> one thing about me is that I have control issues. And if I cannot control the environment, if I cannot control the outcome, like, to me, life is, like, going downhill. And I think that's one thing that I can, like, give advice of and, like, 
tell you it's not gonna go the way that you plan it's gonna go no it's not like no matter like how hard you study no matter how like hard you do something or how well you tried like you are not gonna be in control of that outcome and i've like had to really reflect and cry and be like i can't control this and i'm never gonna be able to control it and it's totally fine but when i like tell myself you're gonna fail this anyway so just like get it over like get out the way it like the outcome is okay well yeah i failed it like i knew that so i'm not as like butthurt about it but it like doesn't matter how hard i like studied or something every time i self-sabotage like i know like the outcome of it and either it's gonna it's mostly negative so don't do that so it sounds like amari and i have something to work on (laughs) (laughs) yeah appointment (laughs) oh but i can say that like i worked on it a little bit and i reached out for help and i have allowed like my lab partners and friends to also take control of situations thank you i'm the lab partner (laughs) (laughs) um because I cannot control everything and I've kind of like learned to relinquish some of that control to someone else so then they can have just as much fun as I have in lab and also have as much fun reading and doing all that fun stuff um, but also just like the help of not everything relying on me like lab reports or just quizzes and stuff like that but also just like giving some work over to relieve myself but college is really fun. For the um, most part. For the most part. It's great. You just need to be able to gain some self-control because mm-hmm. um, you are going to have a lot of free time. It's not going to be scheduled like it is in high school. You're going to have a lot of free time. And like Mario said, sometimes you take advantage of that. And I think within the first year, like you'll learn like not to do that because um, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I have like a four-hour block between like class and this. I'm going to do whatever I want. Shit. Sure. No. Don't do it. No. But, like, I know some people just don't listen, so go yeah. for it. We got Chick-fil-A an hour before lab, and we got there just on time. You so. need to eat. Yeah. You so. need to eat. Because I didn't eat all day, so you need to eat. I can put that Please as Please drink. Drink and, um, and eat your, your uh, <laughs> but nutrition. I can say, like, some people are not going to, like, listen, so do what you so please, but then you'll learn the lesson of that you should have done that. And that's okay. That's okay. Literally we're just do what to, works for you. Yeah, we're here to learn lessons. Do do what works for you. You're gonna find your like routine anyway, um, and you're going to figure that out. But also ask for help. So we yes. have like wonderful SSS mentors, wonderful SSS advisors, Rachel. Thank you. Um, <laughs> to reach out and please listen to Rachel. Please. Yeah. It, cool. Like she really helps. Uh, helps you reflect and you know go back. And resort to those goals that you have. So, uh, I think the last thing I wanted to say was like, not too cutting me off like that. But I mean, ahead. you just finished. Uh, the last time, the last thing I wanted to say was like, I literally just forgot it. Wait, hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh my god! I literally just I, I had it on my tongue and I like forgot it. Do you want to come back to it? Yeah, I'll come back to it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna round us out a little bit here. Um, I found another like graphic online that really spoke to me. Um, it's there's two little like quote um, like speech bubbles, and one of them says, "When a student makes a poor choice or encounters a um, a mistake, maybe they make a mistake," and then in parentheses it says, "Which we all do because we all make mistakes." It's not. It's the conversation 
not the consequence that makes all of the difference. So understanding that even if you make a mistake, even if you feel like things are not going your way, it's really important to, like Amari said, reach out for help and have those conversations early on. Um, I say this to all of my students, and I'm sure that everybody at this table is tired of me saying it, but I am not a firefighter. I did not get my degree in firefighting, so I am not going to be able to help put out that fire at the end of the semester when you come to me and say, I am not doing well. We need to speak sooner at the beginning of the semester or in the middle of the semester where we can help you um, without our hands being tied. So again, utilize your resources, make sure you're reaching out for help. Even if you're afraid to reach out for help, you will have guaranteed that one person on campus that you can go to in order to reach out to, and they will help pair you with who you need to touch space with. Mario, do you remember? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so what I had was like, basically stop complaining about like not doing something and like not really doing anything but just sitting in bed and just not doing anything about it. I think like a lot of the time I like self-sabotage by doing that is like, oh, I'm never gonna get this done. And, like I'm always like in my head about like what I am not doing instead of just actually doing it or just trying to like do something about it. Like uh, a lot of the thing, the thing I had to learn was like write things down and I just keep it in the forefront of my mind because it's never gonna like work out the way you want it to unless you mm -hmm. have like a set like schedule or block that you want to like fix this. Gotta and have that game plan. Mm -hmm. It was all Rachel's idea, by the way. Gotta have that game plan. <laughs> One last thing, you are going to change. It's like, you're not gonna stay the same. Like, let, let's be honest, like, that, the way that I'm gonna like say that sounds so bad, but like, the person that you are, like right now, you're, you're gonna like change into someone more like developed and knowledgeable. And you, like, we've discussed, like, you may not be interested in STEM anymore. Like you may want to go into something else and that's totally okay. Like that's fine. No one's going to be mad at you about that. It's okay to change and like to grow into something else. Definitely. Well, I think we're to that point where we are wrapping up this podcast um, episode. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate our guests on today's show. Let's give them a round of applause. Woo! I know, right? Like, ding. Like some tambourines. <laughs> I'm going to leave us with uh, a little bit of wisdom here, um, especially for students who are interested in coming to UM Dearborn, who are interested in being in SSS, or students who are currently at UM Dearborn in SSS. I want you guys to know that every single student that walks through our doors um, in Fairlane Center North, 229, each one of you are important, each one of you are worthy and each one of you deserves love and attention that we can offer you. So with that being said, thank you for listening, and we hope to catch you on the next episode. You have to make us cry. Yeah, literally, Aww. make us cry every year, so you are loved and supported. You Again, are. You are. Literally the Rachel show. You are. All right, y'all, let's sign off. Oh, SSS on three. Cool. Ready? One, two, three. SSS. SSS.